Today I'm going to talk about praying. It's something that Gracie just did, and it's funny how things, how the Holy Spirit kind of orchestrates things in the service, because I'm actually going to talk about praying scriptures like Gracie just showed us. So, um, God, as we get into the Bible and as we seek you, we ask that you would show us more and more of who you are and take us deeper in your love. Amen. So Ephesians 6, 18 says, pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. That's kind of a big thing. Pray in the spirit at all times, every occasion, stay alert, be persistent for all believers everywhere. Okay. Feels kind of heavy if you think about all the believers everywhere at all times, you know. So if scripture says that we should be praying, but how can we do that? Um, as we talk today about prayer, I want to show you a way that I sometimes pray that's helped me so much with my walk with God. Um, when I very first was coming to know God, there was a person in my life who I loved that I was really mad at. And this is like, I'm just starting my relationship with God and just realizing, you know, one of the revelations that hit me super hard when I first came to know God and know Jesus was that there was somebody bigger than me that I could rely on because most of my life, I couldn't really rely on anybody except for myself, especially in that season of my life. I had my first son when I was 16 and didn't have a ton of support to put it nicely. And um, I was numero uno of who I could count on. I could only count on myself. So when I realized that there was a creator God that I could count on and that I could actually like talk to and ask this creator who made everything, I could ask this powerful being for stuff. That was really, really huge for me. So back to the person who I love that really made me mad. So this person, um, so that I just want to set, set the stage, right? I'm just learning that I can talk to God and ask God for stuff. And, you know, this is like 22 years ago, maybe. And um, so this person goes and does something that makes me really sad. They leave when we were supposed to do something. And so I was like, all right, I'm mad. I'm going to pray about it. Like, God. Make them have the worst time ever. Make them just like every bad thing that could happen. I just ask God that every bad thing that could happen would happen to them. Okay. I'm not going to pray like that for people, right? Because that's more like a curse over them. But at this time, I didn't, I didn't really know how to pray, especially when I was mad at somebody. Um, that was prayer to me. Like, get them, God, right? <laughs> Well, this person was going to an event in Seattle and I'll cut out some of the details, but um, some of the, these are just some of the things that happened. And I'm not saying that it's because of my prayers, but what I want to say is that I learned a lot from prayer through this situation because of the things that happened to this person. And I realized that I needed to take it 
um, I needed to learn more about prayer. And when I didn't have the words to pray, I needed help knowing the words to pray. So this person gets in the car to go to Seattle and they are wasted already, okay? Totally drunk, wasted. On the way down to Seattle, they get between the two, like where there's not rest stops or anything and they have to pee, okay? Now this person's in the back of a 64 Impala that had the interior all like fancy and nice. They piss their pants in the back of this car. Then they pick up somebody and this somebody that they picked up was a friend who was like the drunk person who had just lost their girlfriend that was crying the whole way and hanging on the person. Oh, but I love her, but I love her. They get down to the event they were going to and um, it was not what it was supposed to be. And it ended up being just a series of fights and there were weapons involved and it was, it was not a good place for them to be. And then on the way back, both tires on the back of the Impala blow out and um, they didn't, nobody got hurt, thank God. But both tires blow out and they fishtail down the freeway throwing sparks and have to pull over and um, you know fix their tires. So a super scary night for this person who I really loved that I was just mad at and who I felt really bad for praying how I prayed. And like I said, I'm not saying that God was like, I'm going to smite this person because you prayed that. Um, I don't know that I believe that, but I do know that God used that situation to show me how important my prayers are. And that when I don't know how to pray, I have the Bible that I can pray. So we're going to talk about praying scripture. Um, what are some ways that you or someone you know might pray? What are different kinds of prayer? You guys have any ideas? Mm -hmm. Speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. Warfare. Blessings. Curses. We don't want to pray curses. Treasure hunts. Breaking, binding. Yeah, breaking and binding. Intercession, right? We can pray for others. Pray for ourselves. Praying for our enemies. That one's a tough one, especially with help Bible. Yeah, <laughs> this will be good for you then. <laughs> Praying out loud, right? Sometimes we pray out loud with our words. Sometimes there's quiet prayers with no words. Sometimes a prayer is tears, is crying out. And you don't even have words to say. And the tears are like a prayer. Sometimes it's frustrated and screaming prayer. Sometimes there's prayer books that we can follow along with. We pray the prayers in books. Um, some people pray at certain times of the day, like appointments of prayer, like they'll pray in the morning, then at noon, then at four, then before bed. So there's different ways we can pray. And I'm not saying that this way that I'm going to talk about today is the right way. It's just one of the many ways. So when somebody is frustrated and something happens and they go, oh God, is that counted as a prayer? I don't know. God hears our heart. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I <laughs> yeah. God hears our heart. I know a lot of times before I even knew God, I would cry out and I didn't know who I was crying out to, but I know now that I was crying out to God. So um, this is just going to be like a tool for your prayer toolbox. This isn't how you have to pray every time. This is just a tool that you can use 
um, if you need to. So if prayers talk, prayers talking to God, sometimes I like to talk to God, like God's sitting right next to me casually, like talking to a dear friend, because um, sometimes I'll be driving or, you know, or just be at home. Other times I want to pray specifically for a person or for myself about a specific situation. Sometimes when I'm praying more intentional prayers, I use the Bible as a guide of how to pray. And sometimes I even pray straight scripture and letting the words in the Bible become the words and the cry of my own heart. Um, like I said, this is especially helpful when I'm mad or hurt by somebody and I can't find the nice words to pray for them. Because we don't want to pray things, you know, every person, whether you're mad at them or not, even if they've done something really horrible, they are made in God's image and they are loved by God. And we want to bless them and not curse them. And we want to pray what God thinks about them. We don't want to take our own words and pray that they have a really bad time somewhere and then have all these bad things happen and then think that that have been part been because of me. We don't want that. We want to bless people and pray for even people who have hurt us, which is really hard. And I'm not saying this in a light way because I know that that's really heavy and it's really, 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 really hard. Um, sometimes when somebody hurts us so deeply, all we can pray is, Lord, have mercy on them. And God hears that prayer. Lord, have mercy. Um, so I'm not going to talk for very long today. I'm going to bodily pass those out. Can you give me one first? I just want to kind of practice this with you guys. Like I said, kind of like a tool in your spiritual toolbox. And sometime you might need to pull out this tool. It might be the one for the job, you know? And maybe that's because you're so sad that you can't pray. Or maybe that's because you're so mad that you can't pray. Or maybe you're just not feeling it that day and you need some guidance. And what I've done on, on the paper you're gonna get is, let's see, the first three pages are just scriptures that I've, or I guess adaptations of scriptures. Um, and I just picked some of them. There's lots of other scriptures in the Bible that we can pray like Gracie did with us today in Psalms. But I adapted them as a prayer. And then the third page, is just some other scriptures with some prayer ideas for certain situations. And you can pray this stuff over yourself, or you can pray it over people who you love or people who you don't love, <laughs> anybody. But um, I wanna practice it. And I also believe that we can all hear God. God created us. And I believe that each and every one of you, God speaks to you and you can hear God. And so when, before we practice each of these prayers, what I'm going to do is, um, well, we're going to pray scripture together for someone, but I'm going to ask God who we should pray for before each prayer. You don't have to say that person's name out loud. And that person could be a different person for each prayer, or it could be the same person, or it could be you, you know? There's not really, 
a wrong person to pray for. Um, so you can whisper it in your head. So we're going to read it together, but when it when the blank comes up, you, you can quietly or encourage you with this out of Ephesians 3.12. It says, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. That's good news. So let's come boldly and confidently into God's presence and pray for others using scripture, or maybe we'll be praying for ourselves. So the first one we're going to start with is the Ephesians. It says adapted from Ephesians 1, 15 through 20. So God, I know you're here with us, and I know you're speaking to our hearts. I ask that you would show us who to pray this scripture for. Now let's pray it together. For this reason, because I have heard of faith in the Lord Jesus and their love towards all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for remembering in my prayers that you, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of you, God, having the eyes of heart enlightened that may know what is the hope to which you, God, have called. What are the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of your power towards us who believe? according to the working of your great might, that you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So do you see how powerful that is? So you just prayed for somebody that God would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation to the knowledge of God, that that person's eyes of their heart would be opened, it says in this translation, enlightened. But how many people do we know that need to know the hope which God has called them to. That's what we're praying for them. We're praying for somebody to know the hope that God has called them to. So you can't really go wrong there. This next one is Philippians 1, and it's verses 6, 9, 10, and 11. It's adapted from that. So God, for this scripture in Philippians, I ask that you would tell each and every one of us who we can pray for. Thank you for showing us, God. So God, I'm sure of this, that you who began a good work in will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And it is my prayer that love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ that will be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. 
We want people to be fruitful, right? They want to be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. Some people I know are filled with righteousness that doesn't come from Jesus, and that never brings light. So even when us ourselves are feeling maybe a little bit self-righteous, like say there's somebody that you're like, ooh, I'm better than them, or that little thing creeps into our heart, you know, ooh, they relapsed, look at them, you know, we can pray for them to be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. And we can pray for ourselves to be filled with the fruit of righteousness because the only righteousness we truly have is Jesus's righteousness. You know, we're not righteous in our own rights. We're not good in our own rights. We are loved. We are loved exactly how we are. And that's different than being good enough to be loved. So we're going to look at the prayer now adapted from Colossians 1, 9 through 14. So God, for this prayer, I ask that you would show us who we can pray for, whether it's ourselves or somebody else. You'd put that person on our hearts. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for asking that may be filled with the knowledge of your will, God, in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of you, Lord, fully pleasing to you, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of you, God, that would be strengthened with all power according to your glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to you, our Father, who qualified to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. God, you have delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of your beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That's good news. God has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Every single one of you has been transferred from the domain of darkness. So let's walk in the light that God has for us. So we're going to pray one more. So God, on this prayer from Ephesians, I ask that you would tell us who we can pray for. I fall to my knees and pray to you, our Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from your glorious unlimited resources, you will empower with inner strength through your spirit. Then Christ will make his home in their heart as they trust in you, God. I pray that roots will grow down into your love, God, and that you will keep this person strong. And may this person have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep your love is, God our Father. May this person experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then this person will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from you, God. 
That is my heart cry for each and every one of you today and for each and every person that God put on your heart, that they would experience the love of Christ and that you would experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to fully understand. Then we will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. What more could we want than to be made complete? A lot of the things that people struggle with is because they're not feeling complete. Does anybody here ever feel incomplete? Every day, every day. So we can pray this, that we would be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I need that every single day. So this is just some little tools, like I said, that, that have helped me not to pray bad stuff for people and helped me to um, line, align my heart with God's heart uh, when I'm having a hard time. Sometimes even when I'm not having a hard time, I like to do this. Now to wrap up, I want to encourage you again with the words in Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Says now all, I want you guys to really let this sink in. And then I'm going to read it as a prayer. Because I want to show you that a lot of the scriptures in the Bible can be adapted to prayers. And you can do this, you know, even if it's not on the paper that I gave you. If there's something that you're reading that really resounds and really speaks to your heart, you can adapt it into prayer. So um, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now adapted into a prayer. I want to pray this over all of us today, all of us online, all of us here, all of us who are going to be listening to this later. Now all glory to you, God, who is able through your mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to you, God, in the church, in the streets, in our homes, and in our hearts, and in Christ Jesus, through all generations, forever and ever. Amen. This is not a formula. This is just another way for you guys to pray. And I pray right now that these prayers would be a jumpstart to a refreshed, refreshed richness in your prayer life. That God would take you deeper in love and deeper in your relationship with your creator. And that prayer would be a part of that as you talk to God.